Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. This is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, cool boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Demon Ballard. And I'm Nightwing Steve. I'm Jason Blood Ballard. And I'm Etrigan Steve. <laughs> Tonight's episode is the demon within directed by Atsuko Tanaka story I can't tell if the way you say that is like semi-racist or not no that that is how you pronounce words and names in in Japan I think I like how you end it with I think so you don't (laughs) I don't know I've never been there I've never been there I I just watch a lot of anime I just can't tell if uh, the way you're saying it is you know, bad. I I just really really love like loud Japanese. I'd rather like, you just like butcher it in a shitty way than no, like say dude, it like. You're... My favorite thing ever is when you watch like an anime or you watch like Japanese movies, mm-hmm. and like you have that one like Japanese character that like yells everything. <laughs> like it's just like Hiroki Oyama. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're just like what. Why is he so angry all the time? Who's this one guy? I stopped watching anime in Japanese, and and I just kind of watched it in. Oh, I can't do it! I can't do it, dubbed. Even even uh, uh, um, animation, I can't do it dubbed. It just I have to I have to play it or watch it in the um, the language that it was designed for. So like I just played all of Ghost of Tsushima or Ghost of Tsushima, and. Uh, there's an option to watch it as a Kurosawa film, uh-huh. like to, to make the whole game like a Kurosawa film. And you can also, by doing that, you can make them speak Japanese with English subtitles. But the game was animated and designed for English. So it's like the mouth movement is just completely off. Uh-huh. And so it's just like super distracting. And it makes that makes it difficult. So when someone's like, you know, you need to go to the yellow farm and kill only this person there, like you're like missing those moments. You're missing that really intricate dialogue, like what to do in your mission. Because you're like, why does it look so weird? <laughs> like it just doesn't work. So, uh, yeah, I have to, I have to, I, I don't, whatever you intended it in, I'll, I want to watch it that way. Uh huh. What if they intended it to be in both? Usually that's not the case. They have to pick one. No, the, the way that they do anime is that they really do want to have it dubbed to get that wider audience. So they wait. Stop opening and clicking things. No, you got to stop it. It's an audio podcast. <laughs> right. um, did you want to say anything else about, about me butchering Japanese names? <laughs> oh no. All right, cool. We can move on. Tonight's episode is the Demon Within. Directed by Atsuko Tanaka, story by Rusty Bjorn Oel, teleplay by Stan Berkowitz. This episode aired on May 9th, 1998. And this week's villain is Clarion, the witch boy. <laughs> I like how you say it. You like that? Uh huh. 
Wikipedia says Batman and Robin. Assist o Oculist? Oculist? Occultist. Sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Batman and Robin assist the Oculus. Batman <laughs> and Robin assist Occultist Jason Blood. Ooh, what a when, fun name. When Clarion, the witch boy, takes control of Blood's alter ego, Etrigan the demon. Note. This episode was the final performance of actor Stephen Wolf Smith. That's the boy? Yeah, Clarion. Who died shortly afterwards. There's a lot of that happening on this series. People people dying. Everyone loves to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Yeah, okay, there are people dying on this series. Who else died? What I are you remember. talking about? There was, wasn't there someone else that died? <laughs> I like. I think I said uh huh and yeah, and you're right, Steve. Without actually thinking about it, I thought there were other people that died. Didn't we talk about somebody else that like died? Uh, voice actor. Are right. you thinking of that? Uh, the commander of the navy that was um, also a writer, Bobby Peterson, or whatever the fuck his name was. Possibly. What was his name? Bo Robert Goodman. It was Robert Goodman, right? Yeah. Commander, naval commander Robert Goodman. Yeah, he flew like fucking all like throughout the eighties, and this it was amazing. And he was uh he was captured and held uh captive right, for anyways, thirty days. I didn't Robert mean, Goodman, baby, fucking <laughs> commander, you. naval commander Robert Goodman. I salute you and your efforts. All right, but but seriously, uh, this episode was the final performance of actor Stephen Wolf Smith. We will miss and him. And he died shortly, shortly afterwards. Steve, do you know what he died of? A uh, bus hit him. A bus hit him? Seriously? No, I have no idea. Oh, I actually thought you knew. No, I didn't know. Oh my God, Steve. What, what <laughs> a bus hit him. I was just going for something random. Do you know? Why would you ask? Oh, I thought you actually knew. Why? I did not set it up like I knew anything about this person. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. This isn't funny, Steven. All right, whatever. Let's move on. Um, it was actually complica uh, complications from testicular cancer. Oh, okay. Wah-wah. So a little intense. Everybody get your testicles checked. Yep. Just all you got to do is go to like a hot doctor and get her to squeeze your testicles Right? Something like that. Any doctor. Or feel feel yourself. And no, if, you, if anything no, feels weird. No. You do not go to any doctor. You go to a hot <laughs> doctor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just get him checked. No. Don't get him checked unless you're going to a hot doctor. Oh, don't... Lord. It is dangerous to go to ugly doctors mm -hmm. and get your testicles checked. You may not have an erection. You want to be around a hot doctor, so you got a huge erection. Uh, so what? For what purpose? Erections are awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, they feel good. Well, it just seems like <laughs> that would make things more awkward. Maybe for you, but not for me. I'd be all like, hey, it, he's looking pretty big, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so this guy is named Jason Blood, and it's weird. That it definitely feels like um, Jason Blood and my dick making it erect. Jason Blood and Bruce, like, recognize each other or, like, give each other a nod during this auction that they go to. 
to yeah, that's educate. my favorite. So there's a bidding war, and and then Blood's all upset that someone else wanted the. And he looks back and he sees Bruce, and Bruce is all like, "I got you, buddy." And, and then Jason's all like, "Nice, Bruce." Yeah. <laughs> like, this, and you're like, they know each do other. Do they know what each the other? Fuck? Like, do they have What's a history? Like, does and it, yeah. it does make it seem like Bruce knows about him being this demon. So there's like, a, obviously, there was some. I guess because of this time jump, there was a period of time where Bruce dealt with him, you know, that that was his unspoken time. But it was it was funny because I was like, wait, did, did I miss something? Is this a character that's been here before? Maybe it has something to do with, uh, you know, they'll, they'll put it in, like, the comic series that's following kind of, like, the two-year gap. That would be fun, Maybe but, the, yeah. Bruce comes across Jason Blood for the first time. Probably. I will read that as Billy Zane's voice in my head when I read that. I'll be like, all right, Billy Zane again. Um, Billy actually played Jason Blood and he played Etrick in uh, the demon in this, but he doesn't come back. I wonder why. Did, did, did he ask for more money? He was like, you know what? Yeah, he's like, give me way more. Etrick is huge. <laughs> I'm Billy Zane. Yeah, give him the Zane. They're like, yeah, fuck him. I like the bidding war because it felt very like – you know, tailored for children. Like it's it's easy. It's really easy numbers <laughs> to deal with. It's the bit opens at ten thousand, and Clarion's like a hundred thousand. Blood's like hundred ten, hundred twenty says Clarion, hundred thirty says Blood, hundred forty says Clarion, hundred fifty says Blood, two hundred fifty says Clarion. Then boom, Bruce wins with one million dollars. <laughs> That is way over the top. It's over like, the top. But what, what, you, you were saying like you felt like it was for kids. So how else are you supposed you to bid? Kids will I mean, follow that shit. <laughs> what? What kid sitting there? What kid is sitting there going 10k? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just so ridiculous. I thought the bidding war went on way too long. But as a kid, I just understood the idea of bidding wars. I really didn't care about the numbers being said. <laughs> I just knew that they were escalating. Really. So probably for like kid it's version exciting. Ballard. I was like, oh, this is getting tense. <laughs> Not carrying that. Like, they went from 250 million? to a million. 250 to a million is like a four times jump that's out of control. It's <laughs> well, like, it's he's like, just showing off. Bruce is just yeah. like, I got a million dollars to buy a fucking brandy <laughs> I know. Yeah, with an, with an M on it. I never understood what the M was for. for was that like for Merlin? Mor Merlin or Morgana, I thought. Okay. Oh, it, yeah, they do say Morgana, it was Morgana or whatever. Morgana Lafay or whatever. Yeah. So I guess that storyline, like his origin, like the flashback, that would probably be the episode he he met Bruce that we never saw. Well, there's like his Justice League episode where they do this whole um, mm -hmm. episode where it's like takes place in Camelot or something, and it talks. It has Merlin and I think Jason Blood. Yeah, he's in a few Justice League episodes though. But you're talking about I think a Night of Shadows, right? Because uh -huh. um, he's in three unlimited episodes and only one Justice League. And the Night of Shadows is the episode which is dealing with like, it looks like yeah, it has um, uh, Morgane Le Fay, uh, yeah. So it's like maybe her storyline. Maybe it is all that. Mm -hmm. Well, I I I love Robin comments that Blood is fifteen hundred years old. So, like, it really kind of establishes, like, you know, he's from that era. Like, but who the fuck, if it was hiding his identity like that and his age, would store the sculpture of the creature he turns into and then on the other side of the sculpture is clearly his face, like, in his <laughs> den? <laughs> like, I feel like you're kind of giving up your cards regardless on that one. He probably doesn't have a lot of people over. He does, yeah, exactly. He's just, he's a, he's a, he's a shut-in. He's a recluse. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, oh, shit, why is Robin spinning it? No, don't do it. He actually seems happy to kind of let Robin know. And, oh, yeah, and he's that proud kind of, of it. It stems from whatever happened when he first met Batman, realistically, right? I mean, he he's has a, a comfortability around Batman. Uh-huh. I thought this fight that happens with Tikal, uh, the cat, um, and uh, Batman and Etrigan and Robin, uh, when Tikal kind of transforms into the human cat or the werecat, um, it's great. And it went on way longer than I expected. I'm, I'm kind of used to a character, especially a villain character in a show like this, to have grabbed, like, say, the branding iron. And then be and, gone. And, and gone out of there pretty quick. Maybe, I, like, there's a little scuffle and then they're out. I but made this, a note. like, goes on for, like, a minute or two. Yeah. I'm, I, like, made a note that, like, oh, she's gone. And then in, like... Nope. Kept, and it kept going. I was like, oh, I, okay. yeah. I assume she's still going to be gone still, so I'm going to keep this note, you know. But, yeah, it did keep going. It was fun. Yeah, like, she almost gets out. Tico almost gets out the window, like, three times, I think, before she eventually does get out. And each time, like, one time she's out, and then, like, Batman, like, pulls her back in. And I think another, like, maybe before that, like, she was on her way out before the fight started. And then I think there's, like, another time, like, when Etrigan's fighting her. But, like, it's just... The animation it's, is well done too. How they transform, the, how the demons like kind of transform into each other. It's like that oh, weird yes. black fluidness, yeah. and then they. I thought you meant the animation for the fight. I, it, the fight animation is good too because it's like you clearly know where everyone is in the room. Like you know where the fight is happening. It doesn't feel like a Jason Bourne fight where you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like they they have good placement, good choreography for the actual animation mm -hmm. process itself. Um, Oh, I guess maybe it's only three times that she tries to get away and getting out of way, getting actually away on the third time. The fire, though, was interesting because it, it's just a fire. But the way Etrigan feels and acts about it, it's like it's almost felt like it was a magical fire to me because once he saves Batman and Robin, he just lets the fucking fire happen in his apartment until when <laughs> Batman's like literally like, Robin, get the fucking fire extinguisher. Put this out. No one's doing this. whole place is going to go down. Um... But uh, also, Batman and Robin can handle being engulfed in flames. They do it all the time. So it just, I thought it was like magical, and it was a little weird that when it turned out not to be anything other than just fire. It's kind of like, that was the reason you let Tico finally get away? Well, he thought was that they were was... on fire, I guess. But they weren't really on fire. Well, they were just like Surrounded by it. And they've but they've gotten out of that shit for fucking days, years. Every day is a fucking get out of fire he situation know for... That. He, I, I, well, how does he not? He's friends with Batman. Ed, Ed, Jason Blood, Etrick, and the Demon aren't becoming friends with anyone, like, just billionaire. Yeah, like, I think he was friends a with the billionaire. He just loves his billionaires. Mm -hmm. That's what he's learned from 1,500 years of being alive. Hey, yeah, with like, the rich. Get with those rich boys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The best. And yeah. he's probably like, Bruce, like, hey, this is a pretty cool party trick this guy has. <laughs> yeah, he probably met Bruce before he realized he was Batman. He's just like, hey, Bruce, come check this out, buddy. Hey, I got a secret I want to show you, but you have to promise me you'll take me to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> kind of thing. Sure, anything. All right. I'm Bruce Wayne. I like that they show his uh, healing powers um, or his ability to like heal, like the skill set he has. Uh, by healing Robin, even though Robin's like, this doesn't really even burn. Like, it's like yeah, barely a sunburn. I think he was just acting tough. I think it did hurt. You think it was hurting Tim? <laughs> yeah. He was just lying. This doesn't hurt. Uh-huh. Ow! He's inside. Ooh! It's like a sunburn, I guess. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I like the way they Clarion utilizes Etrigan's as his, like, bad, you know, muscle. 
like the 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 muscle villain of the story. Just to have fun. It, yeah, without so it's like this magical demon you can't destroy. You can't really stop it. It has all these different powers, right? It has lasers out of its eyes and fire out of its breath and can do magic tricks and all that type of shit. And um and like the whole time the, our characters, Batman and Robin, they're not trying to destroy it. Or Jason Blood, right? They're not trying to destroy it because obviously it's connected to Jason Blood and all that stuff. Um, and when it's taken away from Jason Blood, it has to get back in Jason Blood. Otherwise, he grows too old. I love that perspective. Like, really like that. Like, how he is getting... He, he gets old. And his, like... After he, he loses says, his each, power. Each day, he, he, he shows his age even more. Yeah, that's really cool. Like, I thought that was really wonderful. I didn't think it was each day because it was like each minute. He says that, I think. He's like, he's like, each day I show my age. But uh, yeah, but like within a few hours, he's dying. Mm -hmm. He speaks in a lot of like um, riddles and like kind of like Shakespearean quotes and stuff. Yeah, he quoted Shakespeare at one point. He Mm -hmm. quoted Hamlet. Yes, he does. Yes. The whole... um, what was it? It was the uh, the line about like uh, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, that are dreamt of in your philosophy. Meaning like when Batman's like, it means get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like it was like one of those things. Like we got to do this. Uh, I think I, I, I thought I, it meant just like that. Um, you can't that there's more things out there than just like what you know of. Like yeah, but then Batman doesn't he say like immediately like it means let's go. Does it? I don't remember. He says something to that effect. Okay. Yeah, he goes like he says, There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, that are dreamt of in your philosophy. Tim says, What's that supposed to mean? And Batman says, It means get up. We've got a branding iron to find. Uh well that's mean because it's a special Well that's Batman, magical. right? It's like him saying like like there's more important stuff out there, like this fucking branding iron that we'll actually, you know, we gotta get. Like, yeah, he's saying, like, yeah, we're both right. I'm just saying like I like that right, Batman right, says right. it means like it means get the fuck up. <laughs> like, let's go. Um, I like how they had this little uh, the the movie theater, the Devastator, Devastator three starring Donald Shalton Pepper, which is obviously Salt and Pepper. Um, yeah, that was funny. And then he goes and he destroys uh, an ice cream truck to get strawberry ice cream, and there, and it doesn't have any strawberry ice cream. And he's like, strawberry's the best flavor. <laughs> I know. I hate strawberry. I, I like strawberry, but it's not my favorite. Everybody I like it, though. Everybody in my family likes it, too, but not me. I don't like it. I really like a natural strawberry with, like, actual chunks okay, of strawberry yeah. in it. If it actually tastes like real strawberry, but most strawberries I tend to taste taste really artificial, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess you just got to buy the good stuff, right? Yeah. I just, I just can't afford the good stuff like you. I, oh, dude! What my PPP, dude? All I'm doing is is the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff. The yeah. good stuff. I'm getting briars and dryers. I thought you were just buying lots of cocaine. Was that what you were doing last time? Well, I sprinkle that on the ice cream. <laughs> you have cocaine and ice cream. Yeah, dude. And you it's eat great. it. That, that's yeah, like super numbing. So you can't tell. Oh, dude! You can't tell <laughs> if it's numb because of the cocaine you or if you're numb you're because of the cold ice cream. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty it's, sure it's the cocaine. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm not sure <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I'm not so sure. <laughs> and that brain freeze is a, is a much more intense brain freeze, right? Oh, Steve, candy <laughs> makes you dandy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then they, they, they end the crime spree with cakes and destroying a train. 
uh, and, and it felt forced. But <laughs> he's like, the train's too loud. And so the Edrigan destroys the train and it explodes essentially on impact with the ground. And he's like, yay! <laughs> but what's really cool is the way they start playing with Batman using the magic. Uh-huh. And, and, and Clarion's like shooting spikes that are coming from Batman's body inside his body. And, and you can see Batman's in fucking pain. Yeah. And then, like, you have uh, Jason Blood is As he's trying dying. to, like, save Batman. And then he's, like, the Clarion turns him into Groot. And then, like, Clarion tries to save him again. And it's like they're just playing this game with him. And I, I was – I'm like, wait, so is Jason Blood supposed to be magical too? Because he's supposed to be a knight who, like, kind of fucked over Arthur. And that's why Arthur, like, abandoned him. And in the process of letting people into the castle of Camelot, he – uh, doesn't he like gets fucked up and then that's when like Morgane or whatever the fuck sh- no Merlin shows up and Merlin puts Etrigan in, in uh, the demon into him to save him so he's like a knight but like where does he get all these magical powers just is this all from 1500 over the years? years did Merlin train him possibly I thought he just like he just knows his stuff from being 1500 years old and learning stuff okay I, I buy that. That makes sense, too. It's like all these magic items that he's pulling out, too. So it's like he, he found stuff. Because they said he was an occultist. So I think he's just using these magical items and knows how to use them. I wonder if, like... See, this is a good episode. And it's one of those episodes that feels like they had something to do here and say with it. And I feel like there could have been more to go with this because this is like the first real, 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 real supernatural moment in Batman. Uh, Man Bat is supernatural-ish, but it's science fiction. Clayface is supernatural-ish, but it's science fiction. We've talked about this a little bit beforehand, how Rachel Ghoul's uh, Lazarus Pits are probably the closest thing we've had to supernatural but even those are are kind of explained away as science fiction. There's no explanation about Etrigan the demon and Jason Blood's magic and Clarion the witch boy's magic and when Robin questions Batman about it Batman just goes don't ask <laughs> so it, they just they don't they don't even want to like discuss the magic so it's kind of like it's really weird that like it's the very first supernatural moment and like Batman's like I don't even care <laughs> like it's, it's like too wait too complicated to uh... you 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 knew Santana and, and like even those are supposed to be like kind of uh you know illusions and stuff like that right and 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 hand tricks and stuff like that playing with the eye but uh she later becomes some sort of like magician or she she gets involved with clarion or whatnot and this guy i think justice league Uh unlimited i don't remember which ones but yeah i'm trying to remember i think they have have powers with her one yes well by the time we get to justice league they they've given up on like pretending supernatural isn't something that doesn't exist they're like fuck it whatever there is they're supernatural in this one Mm -hmm. like there's a whole episode where they make the entire justice league babies Mm -hmm. and it's like a muppet babies episode and they're all dealing with you know bratty children and stuff like that So, how many boys you got wait wait i got one last thing i'll say and then we'll get into the boys then um so at the very end, Batman tells uh, Tickle the cat to sit. He's like, sit. And then literally Clarion's like, so you picked up a few tricks. Did Batman learn how to control cats from Catwoman? From, well, you know, uh, I the cat? thought that that was at first, but no, he used the uh, the 
more he used the uh, the branding thing. Oh, the uh, he uses that. Okay, and it, an M shows up on on Tickle or whatever. Oh, and, and he can control it. You know, interesting. Just gotcha. like anybody, so it's kind of like anybody can use magical items if they know how to use them. Sit. I, I was like, I was like, did he learn that from when I like that at first Catwoman too. fought the Alpha Cat or, or the Ultimate Cat? I, I did. I thought the same thing, but I, I rewound it and watched it again and, and saw that the, there was an M on okay. the cat. And I was like, well, that's cool. You know, how he has an M on him and all that, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. I think I would have preferred it if he had learned how to manage cats, honestly, through Catwoman. It would have been a nice throwback. But it makes sense. It would have been a nice throwback, but it also would have been something that audiences would have been like, have to have seen that episode, Cult of the Cat, to have it make any sense at all. So what are your boys of this episode? My boys... I want you to yeah. give me yours first. Three out of five boys. Oh, I uh. did like the episode. I did like it, but you know, I, 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 I guess it's another episode where I feel like this could have been a better part one and had a part two, and they could have maybe tied it all together a little bit more, and maybe had Etrigan and uh, being separated from Jason Blood as the ending, the cliffhanger to part one, and then having part two being that Clarion's in control of Etrigan the entire time, and then that way part one you could have actually had the real origin to Etrigan, and you could have had the the real origin to how Batman and Etrigan met. You didn't have to have this kind of friendship that was already in a full existence and full swing before we even You're met them. You're just doing fan fiction now, huh? I do, but like I honestly feel like a lot of episodes this season Hurt. are hindered by being these really crammed narratives. Uh -huh. Yeah, but that being said, this is not a bad one. There are times where that ruins an episode. For me, this it doesn't really hurt it that much. It just it's not a four out of five type of boy episode out of five boys. It's but it is good. It's three out of five, and that's good for me. Well, I give it four out of five. And nice. I, I enjoyed it. I thought that this one, you know, like you were just saying earlier about how it was like the first real like supernatural and like we're right. going to go there and uh, sort of thing that uh, and I thought they did it well. And, I, and again, it was like sort of like no questions asked. We're not going to try to explain this. We're just having fun. Um, I thought that mentality kind of worked uh, for me and I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. And I thought the animation was really well done um, and it was a good one. Yeah, it All was. All right, moving on. Um, yeah, see you no, later. No, no, don't say, don't say that. Like, yeah, gonna, bye. Get out. I'm out of here. Don't leave though, Steve. Please don't. No. Great bat stuff, Steve. Goodbye. Cool way bat nation. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool boy, Bat Nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of The Demon Within or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at batmanandbeyondcoolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys. Also, review us on iTunes. You can donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Ballard. Oh, here comes Steve again. 
Hello, I'm Steven. And that's Spicy's from Steven. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah.